Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midfly Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. What were you about to say, mate? Heaps. I think. With a <laughs> Just putting in a yeah. Hey, my brother saw Heaps Normal in a Hong Kong supermarket, so they're branching out. Mate, they're everywhere. Oh, the tell you where they weren't getting longer. The, the pub I was at on Sunday for the UFC, and fuck me, could I have split up some beers with a Heaps Normal? Because that's yeah. the thing, non-alcoholic beer. It's bloody delicious. You don't have to drink them all the time, but it is nice occasionally for a little one-to-one ratio. Keep you in good nick. Ufa. Mm. I wish they had them at my local. They do not. I'll be getting onto them at heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Yes. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the Where the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, great. We're back. We're back together for an intro. I I did love last last Friday, the 11th of November, as you beautifully uh, refer to as the original Never Forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your special, I already told you, dropped on Paramount+. Plus. That it did, yeah. I don't know if anyone's watched it. Any well, complaints have, yet? Not... <laughs> oh, actually, there have been a few complaints. Really? Uh, but I can't read them. I've maxed maxed the complaints oh, for them out. I got to. I need some help from a nerd. Actually, I got to switch that over to Google Forms <laughs> or something that I can read them because Survey Monkey gone. Yeah, I've maxed them out, and they want money for me they, to read them, and I and, ain't doing that. Oh, Defeats everything. There's there's no way a bloke that cooks chickens in his driveway. Is paying to read something that has been sent to him? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Ultimate middleman shit there. Um, <laughs> if you are looking to pay for something online, though, midflybrawl.com. The merch is flying out the door the Air Jaden and the Larrikin oh. Island t shirts, but bloody hot off, hot, hot off the bloody presses. Oh, literally the printing presses. Yeah. Hot off them. Oh, actually, I don't, they weren't printed, were they? Even better, embroidered. The latest yeah. batch. Get them for Christmas. Get your early orders in now because it's a very limited run of uh, our new polo shirt range <laughs> of one. Yeah, it's a one polo shirt range. Yes. Navy blue with gold. <laughs> oh, you'd be the toast of the golf club turning up in one of these. Our piss take of the uh, of the old polo classic. Um, mm. But we've gone instead, instead of a fucking – Horse that you can't even bet on to run around, a greyhound. Yes, <laughs> greyhound dog from uh, St. Jaden's College Racing. So they'll be up by the time this comes out. They'll be up and ready for sale. Uh, limited edition. Like got very limited. Get in. Very, very limited. No more prints of these. They are they are warm. I've got them on my mm. kitchen windowsill, just cooling off <laughs> the beautiful new St. Jaden's College <laughs> greyhound polo. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the, the poor got because we get them printed here in uh, here in Australia by locals support the economy and um, fuck the guys Imperative. every time we send them a new idea they must go what the fuck do these blokes do yeah how did they get rid of those last ones the fucking yeah. idiots well we did sucked in and these ones I think will fly out the door 
and very hurtful. Uh, my son, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, he thinks I'm the bloke with the Air Jaden logo and the and the Larrikin Island logo. Yeah. My kids asked me if you were Air Jaden. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was a while ago. He said to me, Uncle Heggy put you on a T-shirt for your birthday. Yeah. I go, man, it's not fucking me on the T-shirt. <laughs> Dad, that's you. I go, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> but if you want one, get to midflybrawl.com, click merch, get into it. Um, we're back on the road this weekend, Heggy. Damn straight. Where are we going, mate? What did you call it? Your poon. Yes. <laughs> Yepoon in Queensland this weekend for the Cap Coast Comedy Festival. We're doing stand-up, but we've got a live mid-flight brawl on the Saturday. Mm. I'll be very surprised if anyone knows what's going on. I think it's mm. going to be Adelaide to the power of two in terms of <laughs> bewildered comedy fans or just regular people. I've got a lot of lovely messages from listeners going, hey, Cody, don't don't knock negative gearing at a winery next time. <laughs> All oh, right. Yeah. Well, fuck them. They need to hear. They need to hear a few home truths from the the guy who drops truth bombs on stage on a regular basis. Yeah, that's me, Nicholas J. Agitator Cody. <laughs> I, I wonder what the equivalent would be this weekend. It'd be going to your poon and just saying mud crabs are shit. Yeah. Go the blues. Yeah. Um. Put some fucking closed toe shoes on, you pricks. <laughs> Uh, but get around at midflightbrawl.com if you want tickets to come and see us in Yapoon this weekend. Um, before we kick in to the app, though, Heggy, you mm. sent me something the other day, quite interesting. Oh, yes, I did. I was uh, I was doing stand-up. That you were. On the internet. Well, it said Nick Cody doing stand-up. Uh-huh. And uh, I clicked it, and it was Nick Cody, former University of Oregon uh, Ducks offensive lineman. Actually, oh. no. I actually know of the dude. He won the Rose Bowl mm. a few years ago, and I sent him a message, and he wrote back, can I please be the Nick Cody for the day? And I think I said, you can have it for the week. Yeah. You just won the Rose Bowl. Um, but, uh, yeah, he mentioned this. He's, he's doing open mics now over in America, and this is, yeah. how he closed his, this is how he closed his set. I don't want to be the next anybody. I want to be the first Nick Cody. But that's unfortunate. I had somebody come up to me after an open mic and he said, what happened to your accent, mate? And I'm like, huh? Apparently there's already a comedian named Nick Cody in Australia. I figured out the solution, people. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, Nick R. Cody and donate, I am going to buy a plot of land in Scotland so I can be the first Lord Nick Cody. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Um, <laughs> I, you know, mate, I'm not, I'm not one to knock anyone getting up and giving it a crack. So good on you for giving yeah. it a go. Yeah. What are you, a couple of things. What's his, do you reckon his middle name's referee? What's that? Gar Cody. What's he, what's happened there? <laughs> That's the only discerning feature. <laughs> Either way though. I thought you said referee. I just got no, referee. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what he does have in common with this Nick Cody though. Oh. Get online, fucking chuck us some of this. <laughs> Straight in. I'll tell you another thing he's got in common, the ponytail. <laughs> and another thing, <laughs> ex-gridiron player. Stopping off at the last chance saloon of stand-up comedy where all men who've had a crisis think, oh, there's nothing left. I might as well just do it. It seems easy. I just see some other fuckwits doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going to disrespect it by just doing it. I'll be just as good as anyone. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Having said that, good on him for giving it a crack. Good on you, rather, for giving it a go. Yeah. Just nice <laughs> to see our Nick Cody out there yeah. doing gigs and uh, keeping the dream alive. <laughs> I've not been able to do many gigs as of recently. Wonder if he's got a dinner with Nick Cody gig this weekend. Oh, fuck it. Where hell. four of his underling comedians have to support him. It's one of my favourite things. It's never going to beat the Tony Martin quote, but the fact that mm. uh, at Cap Coast Comedy Festival um, this weekend, there is a, yeah, it's a, the show that you and I are doing, the split show. It's not a split show. Well, it is. Well, Kinney, this is what's hurtful. Troy Kinney, he's got a, he's got a Kinney and Friends yes. show. Whereas I've got... Cody and Fuckwits. He's got Troy Kinney and Friends. 
I've got Nick Cody's dinner and show. Sweet. Um, so I don't know. You must be the dinner. I am going to be clanking my fork and knife during your set. I'll tell you what. <laughs> a few burps, a lot of slurping on my drink. Oh, Nick Cody's dinner and show. It's just a whole paragraph about me and then just at the very bottom. The show also features Luke Heggie. <laughs> am I the only support act? I thought there was a bunch I think, of I think so. It's just me. Can't wait. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know why it's I mean, oh. you can oh. you can throw Tony Martin to me all you want, but out in the trenches in the real world, <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. Um I'll tell you what, that uh, gridiron player Nick Cody Cody, not the only Nick Cody comedy I've been watching on the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit came across my desk. By the way, that Nick Cody ponytail Nick Cody bit came across my desk from uh listener Matt Little from uh Tasmania. Oh Tassie. So shout yeah, out of to course. Matt, good on you, mate. Keep it coming. You find any shit like that. Straight to this guy, please. Um, it is funny how people won't even hit both of us up. They'll go around the bloke they want to take a shot at. Yeah, they just go, oh, just have a go at this fucking guy. Yeah. Everyone's a bully at heart, aren't they? Man, the amount of time. Oi, if you go to 33.47 in this week's air, Peggy fucks up dog. He stops for a bit. Yeah. He went, dog, you should cut it dog. up and fucking play it until he cries. <laughs> oh, I get them too. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a catchphrase for you. Sitting in my room thinking about catchphrases for your podcast. Here's one. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, yeah, I, I saw a bit of your comedy being performed in America. Mm. And again, you weren't personally there. It's mm. just, uh, you know, just a bit of yours from a few years ago, just being pilfered like that fucking French dude who flogged Seinfeld's gear and took it back to France. Everyone thought it was cool. Here's millions of dollars. It's happening again. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, there, there was uh what's the, what's the term? Um, parallel oh, thinking. Parallel thinking. Right. That's what he's yeah. going with. Very I'm similar. Not, I'm not having that. Very similar bit to mine. I'm not one to point fingers at comedians. It can happen. I'm well, gonna, I fuck it, am. It's Occam, Occam's razor, generally. <laughs> like it's, it's so fucking rare. And someone would have told him. Someone did tell him, in fact. But uh, there mm. it is. Just put it down very, to parallel thinking. Yeah, very interesting. There's his. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to put it up at some time. Let people be the judge. The only thing I'm worried about, I did it on the gala maybe five years ago, mm. and it was in the show, the best of show I just recorded a few months back. That's coming out later this year online, and I'm worried I'm going to put the special out, and someone will go, "It's fucking oh. they're driving is fucking yeah. this bloke." I'll go, "You can't here it is from 2018. Suck my balls." <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty cut and dry, but I, I mean I, I put stuff out. I've been putting a bit of stuff out recently. And, I get the wildest fucking comments. Like they yeah. arrive in my email. I don't know how to get rid of that. But people <laughs> go, this is this is a Michael McIntyre bit. I, go, I really doubt it. I fucking <laughs> doubt that so much. That that you, You're right. Yeah. I've watched What's it, up with these? That is crazy. You guys ever been down to shops and seen these tip rats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While doing laps of a large stage. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, fuck. Can't believe there's a ponytail Nick Cody getting around. <laughs> oh, I can. What a week. What a fucking yeah. week in entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, you'll appreciate this. You're, uh, oh, before we get into the app, you're in Tassie. Um, yeah. You're in Tassie last week on a little holiday. Great. Called time. you up. You're at Mona, I assume, in the toilet, watching your own shit go through some tubes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, it's very impressive. It was the first time I've been to Mona and it was great. Loved it. Loved it? Yeah, loved that. But loved the whole trip. It was very good. Went down to a mate's place in Huon Valley and hung out, did some walking, jumped in the river, climbed a mountain. Yeah, it was good. Took a two-wheel drive hire car, four-wheel driving, standard stuff. Stayed back at our local haunt, the Black Buffalo Hotel there in North Very Hobart. close to it, actually. Just down the road, still on the highway, still right on the highway, about a block away, <laughs> next to the BP. Fuck yeah. I woke up in the night and thought, what's diesel these days? I see it straight out the window. <laughs> Buck 95. Yeah, you wake up in the night, you go, fuck, is there some weird lunar eclipse? What's happening to the curtains? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Heggy got himself a nice bit of a comet pump seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <just> uh, <laughs> 
I uh, I was on the road last week uh, with my radio show, Fox FM. We're trying to get – we've got this giant fox made. We're trying to get on the big things map mm. because Victoria has no really good big things. Got this big fox made. Took it around Victoria, a few things. Um, a lot of people in society aren't used to just having beers three nights in a row. Yeah. And being away from home. That does break yeah. a few people. But the best part, we woke up Anglesey the last morning and the fox had been stolen. Great. And uh, someone just unhitched the trailer. So it wasn't that big. No, and just nicked off with the trailer, the Kennard's hire trailer. Sweet. Anytime I hear Kennard's, I just think about you're mm. the best corporate of all time. <laughs> One of the worst nights of my life. Sorry. Go on. In a way, sucked in. I hope that trailer never turns up. <laughs> uh, well, it did. They, it got dumped. A small way to making up for what they made me fucking do. It got dumped in Williamstown the next day, but on the we a listener found it in the morning and called in. And there was a big Fifi Feather Nick on the chest of the fox and someone had scraped off the N and replaced it with a D. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking rules. <laughs> oh, like... yeah. Did you get a photo of that? Oh, man. So many photos got sent in. Dick Cody. Oh, good. Man, and cops, because it was stolen, cops were there. A listener sent in a photo of all these cops standing around a fox with fucking Fifi Feather Dick written on it. I'd like, I mean... You know, all signs point to just that's the easiest one to doctor. But I like to, the small part of me likes to think that that's a personal attack mm. on you out of the three. Well, it is a bit, you know, Fifi and Fev. You can't really scrape off one letter there and cause any. Yeah, you get some imagination about you. You can do anything you want. Yeah. But I, th- I think they're under the pen. They've stolen it. Yeah. There's cops looking for it and they've gone, we've got to ditch it. We can either draw a dick on this. Boring. Yeah. Let me scrape an N off and draw on a beautiful D. Very good. Got me. Uh, before we get into the episode, though, I've said that about nine times. We will get there. Uh, the background of your Zoom when we're down the line from one another, you've always got a Zoom background with a grim story. Uh, I thought I thought I'd like to change it up a bit this week and have something really nice. This is a really big build. I I'd like to assume this building behind looks European. Uh, yeah, it's in Switzerland. Oh, oh. I was all I was going to guess the the bloody gunman, but that was Norway, wasn't it? No, 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 no. It's nothing that sinister. This is a it's a really feel good one actually. It's a primary school, oh, yeah. and um, it's named after your favourite Swiss guy, Set Blatter. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, it's a Set Blatter primary school. Imagine going there. Ex FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Just the all-round top bloke. Yeah, he came out last week and said, "Bloody." The World Cup shouldn't be in Qatar. Did he? You go, oh, sh- shouldn't it, fuckhead? Mm. Well, who made that call? I distinctly remember him saying that it should. <laughs> Straight out of an envelope that he and wrote. Net- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. All the cash fell out of the envelope and he goes, hold on, there's a bit of paper in here as well. Yeah. Qatar. Fucking grub. Anyway, school's still there. School's in. Set bladder primary school. Oh, philanthropist. That does make you think. You don't have a primary school, do you, dick? <laughs> Man, I'm not far off. I've got a there's a there's a me without my name doing my gear. There's a fucking ponytail me. Yeah, this got shades of of uh, Suncorp Stadium. Nah, it's not. It's not. Is it? It's not corporate. It's the Lang, cauldron. Lang Park. Mm. Anyway, some say worse. Set bladder. I don't. And I, I've always I've always said this. Suncorp. That's why I'd never bank with Suncorp. If they've got enough money to name a stadium, why don't you put that into lowering my fucking ATM fees? Yeah, I used to bank with them when they were metropolitan, but they Ooh. ripped me off. So never again. I was a kid. <laughs> they started taking fees. Like fuck it, hang on. I'm a kid. Well, we're knocking them, but at least they're still there. There's a poor um, Miami where the Miami Heat play. Mm. Their stadium, um, you know, fuck. It's a hard thing with American sports. Each each week you go, oh, we're gonna the Staples Center. No, sorry, it's fucking. It's fucking uh, meatpies.com arena. You go, oh, yeah, is it? Yeah. The Miami um, the Miami arena, this is coming straight out of the Dade, FTX arena. What's that? FTX arena, well, they're getting a new name because FTX was a big uh, crypto thing that just went bust. Ah, did they? Yeah. Imagine that. Put all your money in some imaginary coins, then they don't exist anymore. <laughs> Miami-Dade County owns the arena. They signed a 19-year, $135 million deal for the uh, for the home court's name. That's when oh. you know crypto's sus, when they, they've got their own currency and they still go, we'll give you millions of the dollars you actually use. Yeah. yeah well, 
What's the fucking point? All right, mate. We better kick on. Let's go. Let's get in. All right, mate. This week, we're looking at uh, Thomas Cook Airlines. Oh, yeah. Flight Beautiful. 313L. Um, <laughs> March 2006. And uh, it's in Antalya, Turkey, to Newcastle. Oof. Yes. But there's one amazing thing about planes is you can take, you know, people from two very different places and get them all together and, you know, oh. such different cultures. It's linking everyone and everything. What a beautiful yeah, absolutely. Time. This one would just be a bunch of real pink-faced northies <laughs> trying to get home. And that's what our bloke is today. His name's Stephen Robinson. Of course. Stephen with a PH. Again, oh, yeah? undeserving PH, Stephen. <laughs> uh, he's a steel worker from Hope Town Lane. Darlington, that's a bit of a tease in the north of England, calling your lane Hope Town. Um, it sounds like it's a good uh, good cover band name, I reckon. Hope Town Lane. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a drag yourself up out of the gutter type of band. I looked it up, real close to the railway, as most properties in the UK tend to be. Unless you're in one of your more fox hunting type arenas, in the UK you're going to sleep to the sound and sort of a fucking train. They are everywhere. Man, I do it here. There's a train station yeah, I know. pretty close to my joint. And um, yeah. every morning I leave the house. I could pick different times every morning to go to radio. I'll open the front door and a fucking V-line will fang past. Yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Something yep. in the front room. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a sauna. You've got to get in yeah, out of your house real quick before <laughs> the V-line comes. Um, in fact, Arlington, famous for locomotives. They even have a museum. Oh, wow. There's one there's one day out of your entire life with something to do if you live in Darlington. Um, it is pretty special, I reckon. The train spotters, plane spotters. Special, like the old school old school yeah, special. I think so. Mm. It's never a few of the lads, is it? Nah. You're not no. <laughs> on your way home for a pint, you just spot a few trains. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're above about five and you're spotting trains. <laughs> Something wrong. Um, Hope Town Lane had the pleasure of having in 2021 the cheapest house sold in the whole town. Beautiful. It's in this lane. £30,000 for a house. Brilliant. That's good size. 70s prices. How little was it? fucking bashed if you ever walk outside, but that is good value for a house, even if it is Teesside. Notable people from Darlington. Um, yeah. Quite the list. Be a rich list. Yep. Although not a lot of names on there are recognisable to me. I'm obviously looking for comedians, actors, sports people who've managed to transcend sport and be known by normal people, not just sad super fans, that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, there is, of course, Al Pease, a uh, Formula One driver who in oh. 1969 did his town proud. He, uh, he was disqualified for driving too slow. <laughs> He's been dubbed the worst ever Formula One driver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fuck, and that's got to be rare. That's good. To get that far, like for mm. that not to get snuffed out at a lower grade of competition. Yeah. That you're a bit shit scared of the fucking top speed. Yeah. 60s, I think you could get in there with money a bit easier. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like it's still money now, obviously, but, you know, you've got to have some skills. He'd done 22 laps to the leader's 46, and he kept fucking the faster ones over by not letting them pass, caused a few incidents. I don't mind that. That's made him far more interesting. Of course you don't. That's driving in Queensland. <laughs> Just sitting that right lane doing 90. Oh, I had Thanks, a mate. motorbike yesterday in Sydney, actually. Did some road yeah. rage. Gave me the finger, no less. Oh, beautiful. As a parting shot as we veered off on different roads. I'm so. sure your, your photographic memory now stores that bike, his face, the license plate. Oh, you yeah, can I'll find maybe it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> wait 10 Probably to 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Before his bike gets set on fire. <laughs> I can't remember his face. So just anyone with a motorbike in Sydney, if you get egged, you know, it's just, you know, doing the numbers. Um, also from Darlington, of course, is the Facebook killer, Peter Chapman, born in 1977 and as is standard for many future murderers, brought up by his grandparents. Ah, oh, never good. That is quite common, isn't it? Yeah. 
wonder, wonder how that's going to fare for the future. So many grandparents now are raising small children because parents couldn't be bothered doing the job themselves. They all fucking hide under the guise, oh, no, we need two incomes to, you know, to own a property, the, the Australian dream property, a life-defining life virtue of owning own a house. something. So, Get your face in front of a big sticker. Yeah, sucked in mum and dad. You're up again. <laughs> we'll use you up and wear you out. Well, as a couple of renters, there's no better time to be watching the news and just bloodshed yeah. on the stock well, market, the housing prices. Well, you don't really want a mum and pop operation to lose their no. house, obviously, but fuck, the ones who are, I own 24 houses, same as my age, I'm a developer, dad said I should be, no tears shed in my household. But they even sometimes get, there was a story in The Age, I think, the other day, a woman saying, I owned three negatively geared properties and it was all going well until I lost my job. Yeah. Is this a story? Yeah, that's in the news. Sounds like maths. Uh, you just go, no lengths that people won't go to to be a victim. <laughs> um, people claim, though, like when, when they're doing this and just ruining their parents, um, they go, oh, no, it's good for the Wrinkleys to, you know, to have something to do with uh, the kids work for free. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to be doing that. You can take this to the oh. bank. Unless there's some <laughs> extreme circumstances. Pretty hard. Already done it. I'll need a rest. <laughs> Old people, they generally have the final laugh, though, don't they? I think when they do a half-assed job of raising small children and 20 years later there's a murderer in the family, probably lose the house you sacrifice everything for to pay for a fucking lawyer for the little bastard. No one's saying sucked in then, are they? They're all victims. Yeah. you're happy now. He was such a kind boy, I think. I never saw him. Yeah. But from what Nan passed on, (laughs) he was a good lad. Two spare rooms now. Um, Peter Chapman had a history of violent sex crimes before falling off the radar and committing them quietly. And um, eventually in 2009, at age 33, created a fake Facebook account to act as a teenager, lure a 17-year-old girl to her death. So he's still in County Durham, right near Darlington, not at Nan and Pops's. He's in (laughs) HM Franklin High Security Prison. Oh, beautiful. So... I mean, it's not all bad news. As an upshot, after all that sadness, Facebook released a statement saying they were deeply saddened. Oh, that'd help. And, yeah, and that under-18 users shouldn't meet people from the internet. Click oh. away, though, as you were. Let the buyer beware, pretty much. Was that a bit of victim blaming at the end there? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was she wearing? They stopped short of saying that, but pretty much yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't meet um, up with people. All right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Our bloke, Stephen Robinson, he's got that face quite common from northern England where they look like they've just eaten something sour and they're simultaneously surprised about something else. It's sort of turned down mouth, bit back, but still aggressive. A a real guess who head. Oh, yeah. Definitely been in pub and football ground brawls as is standard in that neck of the woods in particular. Um, He's gone for a much-needed holiday in Antalya, Turkey. By the way, Still. the amount they drink at local football, that's why I assume it's banned at the at Premier League level. Can you not drink there? No, at Premier League, you can't drink in your seats, I don't believe. I went oh, to, okay. I've only ever been to one match, but you had yeah. to drink near the bar area in there. Right. And obviously the lighting inside will wear off any of those negative effects of the alcohol before you go out to your seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll just burn it off. Oh. Um, yeah, Stephen's gone for a holiday in Antalya, Turkey. Uh, still, still workers need a rest as much as anyone. Mm-hmm. Might as well take the uh, One World Cup Two World Wars mantra global. Not enough people have heard that, so <laughs> he's off to the mainland. Uh, Antalya, Turkey. Oh, that's one place. Turkey, I would not be bragging about how well I did in a world war. Anything, yeah. <laughs> Especially that, yeah. <laughs> they did fine. Um, Antalya, Turkey. It's interesting to cop a squiz at the notable alumni of anywhere, any joint really, especially when it's an ancient town though like this, which was founded 200 BC. Holy they shit. They run the whole gamut. Notable yeah. people. They, they sort of start out at philosopher, writer and poet, <laughs> and historian, physician, that sort of shit, lawyer, founder, composer. Later on it's like footballer, chef, model, that sort of you know. <laughs> TikTok dancer. Oh, usually, or in the case of Antalya. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ahmet Sunuk, a YouTuber, streamer known as Jarain. What a fucking time to be alive. Well, you look at Wikipedia in a couple of hundred years, that'll be it. It'll just be YouTuber, <laughs> historic YouTuber, streamer, hero to all. Um, Stephen, got a bloody good time in Antalya where they've really stuck to their architectural and historical guns, even though their major industry now is tourism. He would have taken all the traditional sites in, <laughs> such as Patrick Irish Bar, Soho Bar Club Sensation, The Elephant Pub, Sheffield Pub, The Ronan Pub, The Dub Lynn Irish Bar, or my pick of the litter, The Tipsy Old Town. <laughs> A nice cocktail bar with a popular rooftop terrace and staff with a positive attitude. Oh. Unless your Alma, who uh, left a review, she ordered oh, oh, she ordered the fish and chips only to find the fish was just fish fingers. She didn't eat it. It looks like she's read off the kids' menu there. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Got pictures. So yeah. she's right, fish fingers. Well, chicken and veggies on a – we go to a pub. Uh, near us a little bit and some pubs you go in see the kids menu chicken and vegetables beautiful and you forget the nuggets are chicken and potatoes are vegetable yeah, they've got oh the yeah <laughs> get your vitamins son you always have a can of Fanta for the vitamins whatever <laughs> um, yeah she's left 99 different Google reviews complete with many many photos let's hope her hundredth is as satisfying as her first the fucking whinger Who's the biggest cunt on the internet? Maybe when you hit your hundredth TripAdvisor review, you get something. They, yeah, they send you a card like the Queen yeah. for your birthday. Oh, the Dublin two words: D U B H space L I double N. Just in case anyone mistook it, uh, the waiters call a burger patty a meatball. Oh. Delilah has taken to Google reviews to clear that up for them, or anyone there in the future who may be confused. I mean, sometimes the internet just reveals tr- life's true philanthropist, doesn't it? <laughs> Such as another dude, I, sh- I think it's a dude, Jonna, who found the Guinness didn't taste as good as it does in Dublin. Oh, fucking really, mate? So, yeah, I think we can all conclude from that that <laughs> turkey fucking sucks. Don't bother. You reckon that most of those pubs are probably now in an old building. They wouldn't even know they're in Turkey. They're just looking around. Oh, yeah. Oh. You wouldn't see the sandstone for all the for Falcons. <laughs> Jesus be holding one up. Um, well, not there. So Stephen, another, you know, with the undeserved PH, H, was returning from his holiday in Turkey, which he admitted he did not have a good time on. Yeah. Well, we read some of the reviews. That's not his fault. Yeah. Oh, I would assume it's not enough big screens to watch it. His game or sub park in it's all the bloody Turks he had to endure. Yuck. Um, what's the world coming to? He tried to order some drinks on the plane because they don't just give them away. And Thomas Cook, obviously, RIP Thomas mm-hmm. Cook, by the way, um, to pay for them, he wanted to use his House of Fraser department store card. Right. To pay for his drinks. Fuck yeah. Is that a? <laughs> is that just a gift card? Uh I think it's like a credit, like a store credit card. House of Fraser. Do you know House of Fraser? Yeah. It's a British department store. Started by some Glaswegians 100 odd years ago. One time, House of Fraser was owned by the Al Fayed family of Harrods and ah, Paris Tunnel fame. Of course. Um, lately, struggling a little bit, shutting stores all over the joint. What's, what's going to happen to department stores, you reckon? Apartments. Not that. Mate, it's, I think it's just. Um, straight white dads from 35 to 55 
going, I don't know what shirt I need. Well, I I mean, I go into them, but I, I've never seen anyone else in there. I just go in there to you know try on a pair of Speedos I can buy on the internet later. <laughs> There's no one in there, even yeah. at Christmas. It's it's awful. And like men that age, they'll go to Rivers now. It's the same thing. Checkered shirts and barbecue wear. Um, oh, the way though, House of Fraser doesn't sell food or drinks and is in no way associated with Thomas Cook. Oh. So Steve was just being a sneaky little shit bag, known in those parts as trying one on or banter. <laughs> Bit of bants. Bants. Um, obviously, the flight attendant said he couldn't use this as a form of payment, to which Stephen replied, what four words? I'll give you 50 bucks for all four, down to 10 yep. if you want the first two. You want the first two? Uh, I assume it – fuck. Oh, no, I'm going to go for the 50. You're going for uh, 50. All right. Yep. Uh, fuck off, you cunt. No. Or, oh, can I have one more guess? Yes, I can, dog. No. Nah. Oh. He said, you're a fucking wanker. <laughs> you should have taken the first two words. You might have got that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I still would have looked, looked cunt in at the end there. That's my mistake. Proper gambler at heart. Um, then he started throwing things at him. And um, a little while later, he's done the classic uh, trying to light a cigarette in his seat. Beautiful. Pretty good. Flight attendant Philip Miles told him to stop. Steve was in a window seat, bad spot for a bloke who wants a biff. Bad time for the two people next to him, actually, more mm. so. He got angry, clambered over the other passengers into the aisle and started a fight with Philip. When you said he was trying to light a cigarette, I assume the seats on there are quite small. Was he his fucking arms just stuck between the middle seat and the window? Yeah. He couldn't. Yeah, trying, yeah. <laughs> like a, see the blokes in handcuffs trying to trying to get a cigarette, but a bit like that. Um Stephen managed to punch Philip in the face, which damaged eight of his teeth, I assume, Oof. top and bottom, four and four at the front. Uh, this resulted in two thousand pounds in dental. That's about that's nearly four thousand dollars in dental repairs. Uh, witnesses say you reckon the flight attendants go on the the flight attendants go on the new big pearly whites. Oh, you'd want an upgrade. If mine got yeah. punched out, I'd want better than like you've got to get better than yeah. what's there, surely. <laughs> of course, otherwise it's an insurance what's the point? job. Yeah, you don't you don't get your car, you know, <laughs> firebombed. Come back with the same car with the same mileage on it. Fuck off, something better. Um, witnesses say never seen behaviour like this before. One old lady was so upset, she's crying and trembling with fear. That's not even considering the children, although wow. this was two thousand six. So, protect the children at all costs was not yet the mantra that it is today. Um. This day was a throwback to when little old ladies were were the ones we had to protect in society. Now you don't even have to stand up on a bus if an old lady gets on with all the shopping. Fuck them. My legs are tied too, you old hag. I'm sitting here. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your free uni. Yeah. I, man, I I think that's grim. I'm, I don't often go on public of transport, course. when I'm especially in Sydney. I just ride my bike. But when I'm away, I do. And f- kids are – like school kids are fuckwits. It's no question. But they don't yeah. get up for adults. Well, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, that, but it's ridiculous. You, um, it's pretty easy. I told you once there was a pregnant woman who, if she was pregnant, she was about five weeks. The, the tummy yeah, was tighter than mine. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think I stood up. Oh, she came and demanded you to get up. Were well, you yeah. a school kid? Yeah. Well, was she an adult? Yeah. Well, fuck. Pretty much, we got threatened at school if we didn't. If you saw an adult get on the train or a bus and you didn't get up. You'd be fucked. <laughs> You'd get to school the next day. Someone would have said something. Oh, really? Not not a kid snitchy. Like an adult yeah. would have reported you to the school. They'd find out who it was and they would thrash you. See, that must have been harder then though because, you know, it was all straight back and sides, um, same haircut, the same uniform. Now everyone, you know, wants to be their own person. Good on you. But you will be easier to point out on a bus. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Still, I mean, along the same lines, astounding how many people – want to conduct criminal activity after getting face tats. <laughs> or any, for well, that matter, you fucking dude. We know they're not, they're not thinking long-term. And did I say short back and sides? They're not straight back and sides. I'm fucked. I'm straight, on cold and flat tablets. Short back and sides. It is short we back had to have and short sides, back and sides. You pull a stunt yeah. that's not that. 
thrashed. Thrashed. Yeah. <laughs> Individualism is beautiful now, though, isn't it? Um, flight attendants struggled to subdue Stephen and needed help from fellow passengers again. You ever see something like this unfolding, jump on the winning team immediately and get a few hits in. Yeah. Great opportunity. Unlimited. Be ready. Yeah. Oh, really? You can go to town. Um, this is so close to 9-11 as well. Fresh in the minds of everyone. Yeah, it's only five years down the track. People are still mm. on edge. Don't worry about that. Um, they eventually managed to hold him down and handcuff him. So the plane was diverted to Frankfurt, Germany where Stephen was not arrested. Oh, sucked in. what happened there? Um, well, sometimes there's no point for scummies. Well, the federal police, uh, Bundespolizei, FPB, thought, yeah, we'll just leave him here and he'll have to make his own way home. Sucked in. He's a lowie. That's a fairly good punishment. Don't want anything to do with him. Yeah. Get him out of here. The other passengers faced lengthy delays because of the detour. Not quite as lengthy as Stephen, though. Tell you what happened. He's um he had no money at this point. Always keep a little liquid cash on you for emergencies. Oh, like but who does your... that? Who does Me. that coming back from a holiday? Me. In you. Oh, how old is the bloke? Fifty-three. Oh yeah, that's if you fucking grow up. I think a twenty-one year old. Oh, anytime yeah. I travel in my whatever. Tw- You've never got anything. <laughs> that's fine. My last dollars were for the sky bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get into town. Um Man, he, he was forced to he was forced to eat canteen leftovers while roaming the German airport for two days. So he's cruising around the airport for two days, just eating yeah. shit off people's plates. Um, Which is an improvement, probably. He's loving life. Yeah. Oh yeah, he should have stayed there. Why didn't they make this one the terminal instead of fucking Tom Hanks' story? Oh, you should see Stephen's face. He ain't no Hanks. They could hang him up, uh, Charlize Theron style. In Monster. Oh, yeah. She did hug face quite well in that. Yeah. Go get Ryan Reynolds, put him in the makeup chair for three days. Bang. Yeah. We've got Stephen. Or, yeah, employ an ugly. Unthinkable. <laughs> yeah. Um, he eventually got the assistance of a charity to fund his flight home <laughs> as nobody in the UK was willing to act as a guarantor. Some charities are good, aren't they? Well, that's, it's unclear which charity this was, so it wasn't one of the big boys. They would have made a big song and dance about doing something nice for a down and outer. Not this one. The anonymity of this indicates to me that they didn't they didn't want themselves associated with Stephen from Darlington. So he's asked them and they capitulated. Hopefully all those people giving what they can from their minimum wage jobs or worthy cause can rest easy knowing that people like Stephen can access the benefits from their benevolence. Good on you, everyone. <laughs> um, I do like the idea of a black tie event to get Stephen home. Yeah. What happened? I got maggot, punched someone, lit a dart. <laughs> I mean, Jacob, I'd, I'd rather probably give money to someone like that than a fucking organised charity yeah. when they're turning up in Ferraris and shit. Yeah, it's your favourite time of year. I can see your moustache coming through now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get around the boys. <laughs> I think they floated it and sold their shares or something. Yeah. Um, as is the most charitable thing to do. Just two lads in Ralph Lauren uh, linen shirts helping everyone out. <laughs> uh, he made it home, and hopefully they gave him a bit of a bit of a ticker tape parade down at the seal mill. <laughs> he um he thought he'd gotten away with it, Stephen, but he didn't. Oh bullshit! Eight months later, no. What are they backed up with crime in his town? Well, yeah, they're just. Or are the cops that shit? I don't know where Stephen is. Just hammering steel at the factory, and uh, he's arrested. Hold and, on. Uh, Status arrested. Yes, better late than never. Went to Newcastle Crown Court, where he pleaded guilty to charges of endangering the safety of a flight and assault causing bodily harm. I'd say, I reckon he would have argued that teeth aren't really part of the body. <laughs> that's what I'd be saying if that's the only damage I'd done. Where they've got him, I think endangering the uh, the flight is the lit dart. So you're lighting, you know, you've got ah, fire in there. Let's stitch him on that yeah, maybe and a flight yeah. attendant. If you're going to punch, stick to passengers, I think. Well, Steve did say, he said, oh, he endangered the people but not the aircraft. I'd, 
I, I thought that's real. I forgot about the cigarette. I thought that's reasonable. Punching out a bloke's teeth rarely cause any structural damage to a fuselage. But uh, <laughs> you never know. He's not a fucking thing, is he? Um, defender Christian Mills made a half-assed attempt at eliciting sympathy by mentioning that Stephen had spent two days scabbing sausage ends off people's plates in Frankfurt. Who cares? Um, Again, he probably ate more than when he was in Turkey. He's fine. Yeah, no worries. Drinking drinking beers with cigarette butts in the bottom. <laughs> Two birds. Christian has moved on himself to become a barrister and specialise in personal injury law, which oh, is beautiful. that would be big business in the age of irresponsibility, especially out there. Has he gone back to represent the flight attendant with the missing teeth now, just trying to make cash on all fronts? Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You do on both sides. You just walk across to the other bench, get them oh, look, as well. Um, uh, Russell Crowe in uh, American Gangster is a cop, yeah. New Jersey cop or New York cop maybe, chasing down um, a drug dealer for years, gets him, and then at the same time he's studying to become a lawyer. They get the bloke and then his first case, I think, was defense for this guy. Oh, right. Of course it was. Was it Denzel Washington? Yeah. Showing his range of it as an actor and playing Denzel yeah. Washington. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just that. Mm-hmm. Putting sunnies on. It's quite liberating when you just sort of resign to the fact that these actors aren't that fucking good. Some are, but your Denzel's not. A two-word catchphrase in a lot of Denzel Washington's movies from about 2000 onwards that I cannot say. I can say the first word, my. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Cannot Nah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty. <laughs> you got to shake that. shake your head and laugh and walk off. Yeah, you know who else I think is overrated, and this will be controversial, and I don't care. Al Pacino, that man, oh, from, he's fine, but he's not brilliant, is he? You'd love this. Have you he's seen? Just, the, he's just there, just little fella I, in heaps of stuff. I think it's the. I think it's um, set photography from Scent of a Woman. I think that the digger. That to dig like a little um, a trench for the woman yeah. to walk alongside him so they're the same height. I would probably do the opposite and just put some boxes along for him to walk on. <laughs> but, yeah, he probably demanded that. No, dig her a hole. <laughs> I, ain't walk, I, I ain't putting on built-up shoes for anyone. No, but he's also got the two. I remember years ago, like uh, talking about, it's the two uh, phases of him. He's got the, the quiet and then the. The darts have kicked in. He's just going to scream everything. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. But those I guys can't. too. I wish there was a. I wish there was a way. Like I know Robert De Niro is in a. a I think he was in a fair bit of alimony trouble. Um, oh, is that why he took a load of shit roles? Yeah, meet the fuckers and stuff. Yeah, grim. Okay, everything. That's how they get yeah. you. He was taking everything, every job. My goodness. Yeah. But again, keep it to the assets you need. You'd be fine. Yeah, fine. I. I don't know. Well, just don't care. Just do, do. I don't know. Not my thing. Whatever. I mean, I did an ad, so mm-hmm. who am I to say? But then <laughs> I don't have hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> so um, he has uh, the pros- prosecutor, Tim Parkin, busy bastard up there with all the grubs. He appears to have moved on too. In the same year as our Stephen, though, 2006, prosecutor Tim Parkin, very busy, he put away a plank-wielding lunatic who was perpetrating unprovoked attacks, mm-hmm. a, uh, a flasher, and a husband whose second personality killed his wife. Oh, that's rough, isn't it? So he, was, he was busy around this time, and he had little sympathy for Stephen. Fuck it. The bloke might have gotten off now, bit of mental health defence, but in 2006 or whatever, yeah. tough titties. Sorry, no, it hadn't been. Sorry, hadn't champ. been developed as far as it has now. Um, Good one. <laughs> that's... Early 2000s, they'd give the thumb, the sideways thumb to the bloke. Yeah, good one, judge. Yeah. Have that. Yeah, this bloke. <laughs> Which one's here now? The good bloke or the one that murdered? Ah, anyway. Yeah, that's no, a better bloke. Um, Steve was sentenced to one year in jail and also blacklisted from all Thomas Cook flights <laughs> so he can never go anywhere ever again. Again, but he, he's probably outlived. Oh, no, how old was he? 53? 53, yep. 53 in 2006. Is that another 16 years? 69 right now, if he's made it this far. Mm. Well, Newcastle 100, the Geordie 100. Yeah. 
53 is um, not bad. Steel yeah. worker from up Newcastle way. Whoa. You are you're going all right. Um, Stephen's Facebook page yielded some strange reads. It uh, appears to be where he keeps all his philosophy as well as his to-do lists. I'll tell you, Ballad of 2016. Uh, these are separate posts per yep. sentence. Might sell some stuff. <laughs> um, just having a coffee and a ginger nut, I feel fine. Uh, fix the shower, FX400 Yamaha, or do the laundry. Having a smoke. All of these are unaccompanied by photos. So those three things, was that a, hey, guys, help me pick which one? Fix the shower, get a washing machine or a Yamaha? Uh, do the laundry or Yamaha. Oh. I think he's just talking to himself because no, yeah. no one's engaging. It's just there. Oh, really? Thank goodness for the internet. You used to have to stand <laughs> on the edge of a cliff and yell shit out at the void. Um, yeah, no photos for any of these. It's just words up there going, you know, here you go. Um, there was a photo of his court summons in 2016 for not paying his council tax. He had about 300 pounds, had to go to court. Ten years uh, worth, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you, you don't pay that as a renter, do you? No, I don't think so. So he owns his little house, I mean $30,000 oh, house in his lane, 30,000 pounds, beg your pardon. Here's another one. Just been to the Salvation Army for breakfast, but they were shut. A girl gave me a basket of fruit and a twirl. <laughs> Charitable acts have really sorted this guy out over the years, haven't they? <laughs> what a quinella. Oh, fruit and a twirl. Twirl and a fruit basket. That's beautiful. Do you reckon she's given him the fruit basket? This is what I'm going to take from what little I know about Stephen. <laughs> yeah. And he's seen in the back of her car as she's packing up the box of twirls. Yeah. Or he's just said, you're a fucking wanker. <laughs> so she pulled a twirl out of her pocket to appease him. He went and threw the fruit at cars. Fruit's, <laughs> fruit's not that big up there. No. Um, yeah, he's repaid all these charitable acts that have come his way with some Facebook poetry like this. Yes. Not even intentional. This is how good it is. He didn't even intend this to be. This is one. This is a, I think it's really good. Uh, this is just one entry. No money, no backy, and no lager. Plenty of food and an open fire to play with plus a pallet to chop up, laundry to do, Yamaha to fix. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Chopping up pallets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no backy. No backy. Chopping up pallets for the open fire. <laughs> He's definitely a chop-chop bloke, this one. He's going oh. down to a, to a dodgy, uh, dodgy corner store on payday and getting himself a big fucking block of illegal tobacco out of a freezer. I don't oh, want to make assumptions, sure. but yeah, he's. Um, I've been to those places. Well, he did post a few uh, self-taken photos of his face at close range, and he wasn't <laughs> looking great. Oh, the only way the iPad selfie. I doubt he owned an iPad, but they are real close. Like it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> his last ever Facebook post was in August of 2016. Morning campers. Um, and then in 2017, comma, comma much, there. What's that? Sorry. Is there a comma after morning? No, no just morning campers. No, that's it. Um, Stephen died in 2017 without much. Oh, that's actually flattened me, that one. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What's the best one for him? Well, he never got any up in Newcastle, so. Like the loss of sunlight on a cloudy afternoon. Saying that, how long did he live for? Oh, he got his he got his three score and two. Yeah, sixty two. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. That's not gone too soon up there. Which for those pastors is considered a fucking good innings for a steel worker <laughs> who likes a pint. Oh yeah, pint in a sky fight. Thank goodness Stephen didn't live long enough to see the Central Borough Pub on his very own street, Hope Town Lane, Darlington, get shut down. Not long COVID? after COVID hit the charts. Ah, oh. yeah. Devastated. That is one business, though, that even early days, you think once this is over, we'll turn Boom. a profit here. Boomtown. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of pubs, you know, the yeah. landlord will just boot them out when yeah. it's over or whatever. I don't know. It ain't always easy. If you owned it, it'd be all right. Yeah, Especially right. Switch to takeaways or something, do a reno, whatever. I think we've spoken about this. You'd never own a pub, would you? 
I, th- I thought I was going to when I was younger, but no, I wouldn't now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a mistake. Are you going to get one? No. No. I think it's a big mistake. I've thought uh, about it. Yeah, it's a it's a romantic notion. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if you're Michael Jordans and you're Kenny Rogers is can't open steakhouses and keep them going, what chance would we have? Um, the uh, What's the pub called? The terrible the central- mindset to go into new business ventures with. Yeah, I'm not doing that. With Michael Jordan's steakhouse closed, why would I even bother? I'm yep. going back to bed. <laughs> the uh, Central Bar pub has been converted into six apartments. Oh, there you apartments. Go. Coming for everything, aren't they? I was, I've been in a former church that had become apartments. What's the mm. big man going to make of that? Anyway. Well, I, there's a, a pub near my joint where they just built the apartments on top of the pub. That's smart. Pub's still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, the you know, the people are going to move into the apartments and go, fuck, is there a pub around here? Nah, this was it. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, these days I'll probably move in and wonder why it's noisy downstairs <laughs> and start complaining, get the thing shut down. <laughs> Turn it in to more apartments. Of fucking victims. A lot of victims complaining about building noise and stuff as well. There's heaps of that going around. Fair enough if they dig an open cut mine next to your house. But, you know, generally, your houses didn't appear silently in the middle of the night, so shut your fucking hole. It's fine. Yeah, we're, um, we're looking at some uh, rentals the other day, and I said to the bloke, hey, there's a vacant lot next door. Um, any chance they're just going to build up apartments in there and fuck up my backyard if we rent here? And he said, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, well, that's not an answer. What, what, what kind oh, of I'll just move in then. Let me rent here. I don't think so. Just say, I don't know. Somewhere near a city with a vacant lot that stays a vacant lot, impossible. Never mm. going to happen. Grubs. Good time to tell real estate agents to, to rack off at the moment. Oh, yeah. Not, in- not as a renter. Like if you've got money and you want to buy a house, that'd be nice. That'd be very satisfying. By the way, all this chat, I believe most people enjoy it, but I have copped a few messages from people going, why do you guys hate real estate agents and homeowners so much, you know? Have you? People are just trying to make a living, yeah. Oh, I don't begrudge anyone owning a home. No, <laughs> no, 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 the multiple through? property, you know. Oh, multiple property, yeah, oh, fuck. How many houses are you fucking <laughs> You're fucking it up for all of us. Grow up. How many houses can you live in at once? <laughs> just live in one, live a better life. Let a fucking family in there, you grubs. Um. Either way, though, Stephen, RIP, mm. has had the time of his life in Turkey back in 06. Uh, we, we talk about, I mean, we talk about, talk about capitalism and socialism, that sort of business, but the stats are in. The fact is that any fucking pikey who can't even afford a bag of backy can go on holidays from England to mainland Europe <laughs> as presented as a right rather than a privilege. It's incredible. But you know me, mate. I'm modern. No one should have to do anything, really, and yet we should all get given everything. So good on you, Stephen. Sorry you're gone. Those low-cost airlines, I spoke about it in the intro last week. Um, Carl Chandler and a group of mates are going over to Bangkok. He booked um, just away from his family again. Don't look into it. He booked um, <laughs> He booked his flight, what, January this year? And um, he said, I can't wait, 2.30, 2.30 p.m. Can't wait, hopping on board with everyone. Then I just got a text, delayed, 2.30 to 5.40. The magical three hours. Yeah. What? He booked his ticket in January of this year to go today or around now. Yeah, because they were two, two, yeah, 250 bucks return. Right. Had to do it. <laughs> Why are you losing money? Not doing that. <laughs> Fucking mad. Anyway, good luck to them all. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Midflight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for supporting the pod and telling your mates. We really appreciate it. Get on to midflightbrawl.com if you're looking for some merch and some upcoming live show dates. And we'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Peggy, you're already shaking your head. It's Midflight Brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 